Let's get started. Welcome in GPS to God. We are glad you are here. It has been a while for us. It's been a Absolutely. couple months since we recorded. A lot has happened. And uh, I don't know that we'll get into all that, but we're going to get into some good stuff. Daniel Sanders, Stefano Patterson. We have, for the very first time, Miss Abby McKinney. We have her great <laughs> husband, Caleb McKinney. Yes. And Ryan Gotro. Me. <clears throat> So d- don't be afraid to speak up there, Caleb. You might okay. have something good to say. We don't want to miss it. You got okay. Yeah. Talk. I'll keep that in mind. We're, we're <laughs> glad you're back with us. You can find us on Instagram. Uh, find us on the website gpstheguide.com. Drop a like, all that kind of stuff. Whatever you're supposed to do, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. But Absolutely. Let's, yeah. Let's do it. How, how's everybody been? Good. Yeah. It's, how's mean, your birthday? It, it was great. Another year old. I mean, I'm at the age now where it's like. Yeah. You might get a text or somebody sees you. They're like, "Happy birthday!" That's about it. Mm-hmm. Birthday was Wait, literally so we, yesterday, right? Do you get, yesterday. Yes. Oh, get, yesterday. Should we sing? <laughs> if you want to sing, <laughs> take it away, Abby. Take it away. Sorry, right, everyone else is muted. Everyone gets muted. Just Abby. <laughs> we might have a new segment here. <laughs> do you get, do you get like uh, for like a Halloween birthday? Do you get like extra? Do you get like a cake or is it just the candy? Is that yeah, just, how was growing how up? Does that work? Having a Halloween birthday. Yeah, uh, growing up, it was like. I never had a birthday party on Halloween. Okay. So it okay. would be like the weekend before or something like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but I might, there might've been years, like I got a little something from my mom on the day and then we go trick or treating or whatever. Okay. But it was, ne- I never had a birthday party on Halloween. Okay. I wondered how that. Nobody would come to that. Did you ever like when you <laughs> went trick or treating, try to guilt like the people that, you were getting candy and things. Like, you know, today's my birthday. Yeah, so I get good. like, can I get candy? I good. definitely would have. That's good. That's, that's good. I don't right remember there. doing it. I probably should have tried that. Yeah. I'm sure it came up sometime, but I don't yeah. remember doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I would go like in an apartment complex and go multiple times through the complex. Oh, that's smart. And go to the yeah. houses, like the, the apartments that were giving out good, the good stuff. stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. you go there more. There was one yeah. time I went to a, a, an apartment. Three times. First time I got some candy. Well, the guy like played a trick. He's, he gave me some candy, and it was like something good. So I was like, mm. well, I'm coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Went back again a little while later, and he's like, man, I'm out of candy. And I was all disappointed. And he said, but I got this. He gave me a Nerf football. Oh, oh wow. my goodness. And then I went back again, <laughs> nice. and he was handing out quarters. So he got like oh a my quarter. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, you got to turn the light out and just lock <laughs> yeah. the door. Yeah, I mean, yeah dude. Like, that was good stuff. That's nice. Apartment complex, that's a gold mine if it's, yeah. if it's yeah. a good one. So yeah. fun fact, I've never had a trick-or-treater at my house in my life. So where I grew up, really? it's not a neighborhood, it was the country. So no trick-or-treaters like came walking down our road. And then in college, you know, no no college kids trick-or-treated in an apartment complex, mm. unfortunately. And so then <laughs> the first year we <laughs> moved to our house. <laughs> she was, she was. <laughs> the first year we moved to our house in Goodlitzville, I was pumped. I was so excited. I bought tons of candy. I had Caleb turn on every light. I was like, we got to make it cozy in here when the trick-or-treaters come. And he was like, Abby, I just want to let you know, like, I haven't seen a ton of kids in our neighborhood. We live in an older neighborhood. So maybe just, you know, prepare for that. I was not prepared. Not a single trigger trader. Oh, no. I was devastated. And Caleb would go outside and be like, hey, little buddy, thanks for coming. And I'd start running. Someone's going to jail yeah, tonight. Nobody, nobody would be there. Oh. Oh. So, so last night, uh, after we walked at the park, I had Caleb drive me through 12 stones so I could experience mm. what, she got, it, what yeah. it looked like. 
I will say that was the first because last I think last year's Halloween was rainy. Yeah. And so like we were at the park last year and we were gonna drive through Twelve Stones and like there was nobody there because it was terrible weather. Mm. Well, yesterday was like perfect, although it was freezing. But mm. yeah, it was tons of kids. Just, yeah. Like it was pretty cool because <laughs> it was. It so was I have cool. a solution for this. Okay. Fano, next Halloween. Like you like VRBO or do something like that for them. Let them I, stay yes. at the night. Let them stay, you yes. take the kids out, and you trick or treating, and fine. they stay home because at your house and they do all the all the experiences. Because get all, our lights get all are the feel goods. Because we go to my we go to my father in law's house mm. who lives right up the road, and that's where Dana. They all we all go there, so our house will be open. Okay, you can <laughs> you can be in the middle of. Go ahead and pitch it. Be, I, I'll, I got I'll you. invoice you. <laughs> got you covered. Got you. Got you covered. What kind of candy did you buy? Was it the good like stuff. Good stuff. Or <laughs> like <laughs> the stuff. No, I I buy the good stuff, and then I've continued mm. to buy the good stuff since then, in case we ever have a trick or treat. I really appreciate it because I know I'm that sure he's going to end up eating this. I'm like Reese's, Kit Kats, whatever yeah. he feels like. Nice. The first year we <laughs> nice. were married, Christy bought like the cheap candy, mm. and I said, "Oh no, no, like, yeah. you cannot do. You can't this. be that house. Why? You can't be that house. I'll stick I, with you." I said, "Anything Super. that's left over is what I'm going. What I'm going to yeah. eat. And yeah. I don't want to eat that. I want the good stuff." Mm. Plus, you'd be the bad house. They'd be like, "Don't go over there." It's yeah, not, let's get that. No one. Nerf football. Let's get there. that house. No nerf, yeah, that. We're not giving out Nerf football. <laughs> that might be cheaper than candy nowadays. Though. So, speaking of candy, just random question. I saw the other day. Do y'all like candy corn? Just curious. Mm, I, don't I never eat have candy corn. No, I do so. not like. I candy have candy. not. I know two people that like candy. If it's, I ate it really? as a kid, if it's sure. there, I'll eat it. Yeah, but, but you're not like. But I'm not like for candy. Yeah. Hey, Dawn, when you go out, pick up some candy corn. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. really excited about that. No. Okay. No. okay, I won't I, even. I don't think I've. I'm trying to think if I've had candy. Yeah, I probably. I mean, when have. I was now. a kid, I ate it when it's the last last Halloween candy. Just have to. But I will say this: I do like this. If you take peanuts, just regular. Roasted salted peanuts and mix it with candy corn, like 50 50 mm. mix. It tastes like a payday candy bar. I think you've said okay. that before. Wow. I don't know if it was on here. I do like paydays, wow. so I will eat candy corn like that. Hmm. I saw on social media that if you like, I don't know the exact ingredients, but you take candy corn and put it with some other stuff and you can make like a fudge with it. Oh, and it's supposed to taste like just like peanut butter fudge or something like that. Huh. And I was like, Hmm. Okay. Abby, you writing this okay. down? <laughs> Go back Take and notes. listen to it a couple yeah. times. Right? Uh, we are not here to talk about Halloween and free candy, but we are going to talk a little bit about Veterans Day. Veterans Day is uh, coming up soon. I don't know when this episode will come out. It may be before Veterans Day. Mm. But, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Veterans Day and do some stuff like that. But, you know, Halloween for us, Halloween was yesterday, so it's fresh on, fresh on the mind. Yeah. What kind of candy do you have left over? Oh, we have Reese's. we yeah. have Reese's Reese's cups and Kit Kats. Two yeah. of my two favorites. Mm. I actually had a Reese's on the way out the door on the way here. Yeah. So I had zero candy. We don't do trick or treating at our house. We go over to Seth and Rebecca's house mm. to my sister in law and her husband. So we always go over there because we have no like we're in an old like an older neighborhood too. Or yeah, mm. a neighborhood we don't want to trick or treat at. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. we go to their house. I've heard to- those older neighborhoods, though, they might have a young person that might want to give out candy. So, <laughs> so maybe you should consider Keep that in mind next year. <laughs> <laughs> if Middle you want to come to our neighborhood, I'll give you those. All right. <laughs> Veterans Day. Mm. We, we got a quiz. We're going we're gonna to oh. test oh, no. the facts here. Oh, boy. Do you all know what day Veterans Day is on? Like yes. what? I do. 
Does anybody not know the day? Caleb's looking a little iffy. I'm uh, looking at Fano's face over there. Well, I'm iffy. Well, I think I'm iffy. I think I'm iffy. I'm iffy. Yeah. Like oh, a game I, show. I mean, we can we can do that. <laughs> yeah. I All think right. I know what that is. I was going right. to look it up and knowing that this episode was coming and I just <laughs> did not. So um, <laughs> do not. No. I know it's soon. All right, Caleb, you're up first. What, okay. is, what is your get? You said you feel pretty good. What's your get? What day is Veterans Day? November 10th. November 10th. Stefano, what is your guess? I'm going to say November the 12th. Well, if we were playing Battleship, <laughs> we would be safe. You guys hit all around it. November 11th. Oh, November man. 11th okay. is Veterans Day. Does anybody know the original name? Ah, oh, you took one of mine. I know oh, it. Go ahead, Ryan. You you do it. Take that. <laughs> oh, so it's actually called, I'm going to probably mispronounce it, Armatrice? Is that, is that right? Ar- Armistice. Armistice? Is that right? Well, so that's Armistice what it Day. used to be called. That's right. Like, yeah, yeah. But it was That's only it, began it was right after World War One, right? And it was only for like one year. No, or was it not? The World War One part is correct, right? As far as the, year. No. I thought it was like doing that before they changed it. No, it so. was that way. Well, that's one of the questions we're going to get to. But it was mm. known as Armistice Day for a while. Okay, a while. Mm-hmm. did not know that one. Uh, and he already said it was to commemorate the end of World War One, and. The armistice, the the ceasefire, the treaty was signed yep. November eleventh, mm. the eleventh month, eleventh day, the eleventh hour is when it mm. went into effect, nineteen eighteen. Wow! So your history lesson. I know everybody's mm-hmm. super excited about this part. <laughs> um, where was the treaty signed? This is a tough one. Anybody know? Just a country. It was the end of World War One. One, yeah. Italy. Uh, it's in Europe. Hmm. It's not in America. I, I yeah. didn't know that part. It it's not somewhere. Italy. <laughs> that was like that was a European country, so that was close. Uh, Germany. Do you know? Oh. I was gonna say Germany. Oh, never mind. I, d- I don't know Germany that answer. Would be though. a good guess. Any other guesses? Do y'all care? France, Versailles, mm. France. Oh, oh that makes sense. The Treaty of Versailles. Treaty of Versailles. Oh, yeah. I knew this. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, do y'all know when veterans like when it changed to Veterans Day? Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> so let's. Yeah. That, <laughs> Did uh, the name take change some or did so, something else? So it was, it was known as Armistice Day. When, that was in 19... Oh, 1918. Uh, Armistice Day, I think 1919 is when that started. Presidential right. Proclamation what? by uh, Woodrow Wilson, November uh-huh. 11th, 1919. And uh, Armistice Day to recognize everything that had gone on in World War One. When did it become known as Veterans Day? And why do you think it got a name change? I can't answer that either. <laughs> Take a guess. What what year do you think it became Veterans Day? You 19, said a long time, and you said one nineteen sixty two. I was going to guess nineteen fifty. Fifty sixty two. I'm gonna I'm gonna say nineteen. Why would it change? Seventy. Nineteen seventy. All right, Ryan, drop some knowledge on them. It was June first. 1954. Mm. Look at me. I didn't even look that up. All over. over. So why Why? do you think it changed names? What happened between 1918 and 1954? Well, I know it was World War II. Yeah. Korean War. Yeah. Like the wars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it became. The wars were over. Is that. Well, the veterans of World War II and Korea were like, hey, we should. 
commemorate Have our own all day too. veterans, uh, right. okay. not gotcha. just veterans of World War One. Okay. Gotcha. His Armistice Day was to end World War One. Got it. Okay. So we should recognize all the veterans. Look at what we've gone. So wow. thirty-two years from the end of World War One until the beginning of the Korean War, thirty-two years. You had two World Wars and the Korean War. And then I mean, right after that was Vietnam. Yeah. Right. It's a lot of fighting right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fighting. So wow. do you know what it. do you oh hold on. Do you know what president at that time it was? I do. I get her. Because you got the cheat sheet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nineteen fifty four. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm not good with presidents. Mm-hmm. Um You said Woodrow Wilson was the first. That was in nineteen. He's the one that did that was it. Yeah, yeah. You want to let's do you want the initials? Yes, give me initials. Are you going all three or just First, last. I'll take all the help I can get. Well, let, let, let's back up. So, at first, 1918, 1919, that was just a, like, let's observe it this year. Mm-hmm. And then, so every year it was like a presidential proclamation. And it became a law in 1938. That's when it became a federal holiday, right? Ooh. 1938. Huh. And then when the name was changed, what do we say? We're going to give you the initials? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I forgot to put the middle middle initial. So, do you want me to just give yeah first and last? So, D E. Dwight Eisenhower, correct. Mm-hmm. All right. What other notes? That all right. So we said it's on November 11th, mm-hmm. but did you know it's not always been on November 11th? I know the month, and this I I just know this. I don't. I know the month that it was, but I don't know the exact day. All right. What there's you get? Uh, had to have been some kind of event. I thought it was in October. Causing it to, well, they would change it after that long after it being no. So it was so it was November the eleventh in nineteen eighteen. Mm-hmm. Well, nineteen eighteen is when the treaty was signed. Nineteen nineteen was the first observation. And at but some yeah. point, it was not November the eleventh. Correct. Before or after the nineteen fifty four thing, name change. It we thought a lot of dates, a lot of numbers <laughs> around. A lot of numbers. Lot of numbers. This, is into a history yeah, this, is, yeah. this is heavy in here, man. It is. It is. Dropping knowledge. Kids, do a book report. We've yes. done all the notes. <laughs> there, there we go. There we go. And, Cliff uh, notes what? No. Yeah. So uh, they tried, or they did change it in the 60, well, start law passed in 1968 to move it uh, to... Uh, the where is it? The fourth Monday of October. Oh, okay. Fourth Monday of October. Uh, so they would be in accordance with the Uniform Monday Holiday Act. I guess that was a thing mm. back then. Hmm. So they moved it, and then they moved it back in 1978. They're like, this ain't. That's working. a lot of adjustments. Yeah. That is <laughs> a lot of adjustments. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's, well, that's like daylight savings time that we have now. Yeah. You know, they did away with that for a while. Yeah. In the seventh, are we re- they, are we are we doing away with it again? Or no. did I re- Tennessee's not mm. okay. No. No. When the would. federal government does away with it, it automatically goes into effect for Tennessee or something like that. Okay, like we've passed the law, but we don't change until mm. the whole country changes. Gotcha. But yeah, they did away with it for a couple of years, and then they brought it back. I think that was the mm. late seventies, maybe. I don't know. Stefano was around. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you barely oh. wasn't around. We were just, I'm not, I'm not us three were just a thought. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Yeah. Not even that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's a Veterans Day history lesson. Uh, Veterans like Day and the Marine Corps birthday are only one day apart. Marine Corps hmm. was established November 10th. Hmm. So they get uh, like a big multi day. Liberty pass period 
the Marines, dude. Now you were in the you were in the army, right? I was in the army. Correct. Do you know how old the army is? Uh, the I army ran across is that. older I, than America. I ran across. I ran across <laughs> it today. That's one yeah, reason why the I'm army asking. is older than the country. Yeah, wow. by a couple of years. That's so. wild. I saw that it was yep. 248 years old. All right, last last note I have for Veterans Day history lesson. Do you know the correct way to spell it? So some places have a or you know some calendars Apostrophe and different yes. stuff has. Apostrophe S, or then S apostrophe. Some have nothing. Like, what do you think is the correct way? Just thinking about it, I would say that the correct way should be nothing. Okay. Maybe. Maybe Noel. Let me think about that more. I feel like the most common way is apostrophe S. That's what you see on everything. But if veteran isn't plural, you would need to have the S before the apostrophe. You know, I thought the apostrophe yes was to say that it was like you possess it was yes. possession yeah, of day, yeah. which would make sense why you'd need an apostrophe, but I don't think it has an apostrophe. I think it's just nothing. S. Mm. I'm going with nothing. I'm with, nothing. I'm with Fano. They didn't know what day it was on, but they nailed the spelling. <laughs> no apostrophe. So if it's the possessive apostrophe S, yeah, but isn't no, it no your vet, day as a veteran? No veteran owns that day, it's oh. not any gotcha, you know. Take me back Nobody to owns English. It. It's not about one person. <laughs> Man, the McKinney's come on but here. But doesn't just, Valentine's we're just, Day we're just do a possibility? Drop knowledge. Doesn't New Year's yeah. Day do a possibility? Whoa, Man, this is just, no. No. Because no. no. Never mind. Never mind. That was a dumb yeah. question. Don't listen uh, to me. But, <laughs> mute me. No, keep that. Keep that in. Keep that in. Yeah. It's not a day that belongs to veterans. It's a day to honor all mm. veterans. So no apostrophe. Snapchat. Somebody needs to tell it to Snapchat because I feel like <laughs> the what social Snapchat? media. <laughs> oh my Korea, like, no, I'm just uh, kidding. Calendars and stuff too. All like, yeah, just depends. Yeah. But yeah, no, huh. no apostrophe. No apostrophe. Y'all worked that one out. That's all yeah. the fun facts I have for today's history lesson on. Nice. Covered a lot, man. Yeah. Uh, I think we did. Covered yeah. a lot. I mean, that's that's nice. a that's a good fifth or sixth grade book report. It really Absolutely. is. Yeah, that's 15 good. Minutes. Yeah. That's a you, solid B+. Plus. Anyone, You're welcome. Solid B+. Plus. You're when welcome. anyone uses this, C's they can cite GPS to God, comma, 2023. That's right. You know, yeah, that's right. I mean, if we were giving out A's over here, we'd be cheating somewhere. They'd be like, that's too easy. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you drop a like for that. Yes, please <laughs> right? do. Please use that for your school yes. project. <laughs> Bam, that's it. All right. Well, that was a fun episode. We'll see you next time. <laughs> All right. All right. Our first timers. Mm. What, what do you got? What is something that maybe you've heard on an episode or something that's like, I wanted to ask about this. I'm just bummed uh, Russell's not here. So we, I didn't get to experience story time with Russell, is it? Yeah. <laughs> story time with Russell in person. <laughs> it's, uh, I, we are in his Sunday school long. class. So we get to hear quite a few stories, but I just really yes. wanted to experience uh, a story time with Russell. Well, feel free to, you know, so come up with some stories of your own. Yeah. We'll start a new segment. That's He's a great right. storyteller. Caleb's campfire or something. Oh, <laughs> I like it. Caleb's campfire. I'm not. Yeah. I'll have to think on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I can. I brought some questions to the table, even if it's my first time. Bring them on. You That's, know, since you are our residential veteran here yes. at this table. Yes. I had a couple of questions of how you got into it and your story. All right. Because I feel like a couple of episodes ago, you kind of told a story, something you did maybe. I should have looked back at it before coming on here. But it piqued my interest. I was like, nobody's ever interviewed 
Daniel on his experience in. I try not to talk about myself too much. Well, I, I tell these guys all the time I feel like I'm talking too much. So. No. no. Oh. It's but, always all right, just we'll, Let's do okay. it. We'll, we'll do it. So, um, this wasn't my first question, but what exactly were you in the Army? Like, what was your title, position? Uh, so, my, my job was yeah. parachute rigger. So, that wow. means I packed parachutes for people, packed parachutes for equipment, and jumped out of airplanes. Mm. That was my job. So you're, and also, like, for the equipment, we rigged that equipment up. So your troop had a lot of faith in you, that they trusted you to pack their parachutes. They better have. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, parachute riggers is a very small career field. Mm. Like, there's not a lot of them, but yeah. you do work for, like, when it's bro you're broken in a different section, so not everybody is in pack. Some people are, are like rigging equipment and different stuff. Um, but I mean, a, a group of thirty packers packs for thousands of people. Like you, wow. I mean, you're just because each packer is going to do like depends on the type of parachute 15 to 25 a day every day how long do, like if if one is fully open how long does it take you at that time so it, it, when you're not i mean if you haven't had if you haven't had the experience for a while but if it's like at that time how long does it take you to go from completely open to packed it depends on the type of parachute okay well, and it depends on the packer that's what I was going to ask. That, that's a great way to not answer that. the question. No, 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 no I'll answer that. I was I'll, like, I'll are give, you trying I'll to? Give you some, I'll give you like, some. Is there a like, was there like a standard yeah, parachute? That's what I was going to ask. It, are you trying to get down to a particular like size? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I it, guess, it has are a you container. trying to make it as small as possible or is it so different it, containers that it. Yeah, different containers for different parachutes, but it has to fit in that container. Okay. Why? Like, sorry. No, no. Were you done with your question? Yeah, well, I didn't really answer his. Yet. Okay. No, not at all. Yeah. I, no, no, I no, no. Answer his. Answer his. Uh, you need to I'll write remember. it down. No, I'm good. I'm old, but I, uh, I think I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm good. I, I mean, is so, there is there like a stand? Like I know you have all different shapes and sizes and everything, yeah. but all right. So let's let's start in uh, school when you're going to school to learn how to pack parachutes. Your first the first thing you learn is how to pack personnel parachutes. So that's parachutes that people use. Um, wow. And your first test is to pack that parachute within an hour. Now, this is when I went a million years ago. It may have changed since then, but uh, one hour. You have one hour to pack that parachute. Really, and not this is with this is with no experience. Like they just said, here's a parachute. Go I, at it. At the when I went through the schoolhouse, <laughs> it was two weeks. Like okay. day one, uh, that you started your training. Two weeks later, you were packing your first parachute. That was your first test. Pack okay. a parachute, and then you jump that parachute. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you would jump the one that you... You pack. Yeah, you oh. jump it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm starting to get... Not trust myself. Queen in here. Do not trust myself. <laughs> I'm dying. Like, anytime you pack a parachute, there's a, a, a... It's called a log record book. So you write the date and your name and all this stuff in it, and that stays with that parachute. So if anything was to go wrong, they can go back and look and see who did that. But wow. you always sign that. Uh, but on that test, you pack that uh, first parachute, and then they have a big tag that they write with your name on it. So, because it's on shelf, you don't want to open all those record books and see who it takes too long. But 
But yeah, that's your first hit. You have a at the time two, but now the army uses a different parachute system than what I learned. So at that time, so what you're saying is at that time you took a two week course and they said that was just the first phase. Okay, first. But then after that two weeks, they gave you an hour to put it together. Yeah, your test is an hour because you because to me an hour just seems like it's forever. Oh no, but. And no, you're probably it's going nervous. Fast. Did I do it right? No. Second guessing yourself. So you go like for for all parachute packing. You do, um, you go to a certain point, and then you call it a, a rigor check, and an inspector will come and inspect your work up to that point. Oh, tell you to fix something. Or Checkpoint. Tell you you're good, yeah. and then you keep going to the next point. So every parachute has rigor checks along the way because I, I was gotcha. thinking what a grading skill you either make yeah. an A or you well, don't it, make it it, <laughs> it, it, it is pass fail yeah. wow. we're going to find yeah. out when you jump I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, gosh. but so at that time like in, in school I was packing once I learned how to do it I was one of the faster ones but I was packing like uh, 18 minutes something like that oh so it was God. no problem oh. to hit an hour right yeah but on the test day like you slow down well absolutely the the fast packers would slow down um and do do everything extra good yeah but uh it's so on that type of parachute in those days you're packing a parachute start an experienced packer who is good you're packing in like 10 minutes oh wow yeah ish crazy ish interesting there were some yeah it depends on the type of parachute but so, so today, oh, yeah, go ahead. like the parachute system, the army uses to back then you would pack each packer 25 a day. That was your quota. So when you pack 25, you could, you'd be done. Mm-hmm. Now the parachute they have now is, is different, a little more complicated or a little more technical. Um, and 15, they pack 15 a day. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like the different types of parachutes are we talking about? Like, they're just like tennis shoes. Or like, well, like that many types of parachutes, or are there? I would assume it gets the like for cargo. It gets lar- It's a larger one, so it would take more time. Just are we talking it's more about material. just a larger one for cargo, and then just a regular one for there's, there's people. Or a, a ton of cargo parachutes, a, but okay. there's multiple parachutes for people. So okay. you have um, again some of this is outdated a little bit. <laughs> now what the army uses is called a T11 T11 parachute. Um, and it's kind of a, a square-ish parachute, but you go where the wind blows. Like, you can't really steer it. Okay. Back in the day, before the T-11, you had a T-10, which was a round canopy. The Army's been using it since World War II. Did, like, subtle variations, but same parachute since World War II. Um, you go where the wind blows. You had a, like, a sister parachute to the T-11 that was steerable, um, to a point. So T11 or T10, you go where the wind blows. Um, the MC6, which was the steerable, you can you can steer, but you're steering kind of to an area, mm-hmm. right? So you're mm-hmm. trying to land in an area like, I don't know, the size of a gym, maybe like a basketball gym. Wow. But then you have um, free fall parachutes, and those are the kind that you see in movies that skydivers use. So they're kind of like rectangle shape and have a little curve to Mm. them. So if you see people that jump into like a sporting event, like a football game or something, they're using those kind of parachutes, Um, free fall parachutes. Those you land on a spot. Mm. So 
The round Way canopies. More control. Yeah. The round canopies, you land in like a basketball gym. <laughs> the free fall canopies, you land like <laughs> on, on a quarter. Line. I guess. Yeah. Wow. I never knew that was even. Yeah. Yeah. So that there, many. So there are some that you just once you pull it or whatever, you're just you go, going so wherever. You mm, don't have any kind of control. The whatsoever. vast majority of people in the military. You go where the wind blows. You gotcha. have no control, very little wow. control. How come? Uh, because, so let's talk about World War II. Thousands of, of people jumping out of an airplane. You don't want them, you want them to oh. get out safely and get on the ground as fast as possible. Because oh. when they're not in, when they're in the air, they're not doing anything and they're exposed. Well, you also, you got thousand people in the air. You don't want them going any which way. Like I choose to go this way and you go that way. Like, so if all their parachutes are going with the wind, they're mm. all moving the same direction. Okay. Kind of mm. thing. Interesting. So. Like once it's like packed, there's not like an expiration on it. Like if, like if you have a parachute that was like packed and I mean, 10 years ago, you probably don't want to use that. Yeah. No, okay. for personnel shoots, it, again, it depends on the type of parachute. Mm. Um, but it's like, uh, eat, uh, a main parachute has a certain life, uh, uh pack cycle. Uh, and then a reserve parachute has a certain pack cycle. I don't want to say something wrong on here or say something that's no, not no, 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 you're good. I can I tell just, you what it used to be, but yeah. I don't, my uneducated guess would be is that like, what if something got into it and ate a hole in it? Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, yeah. that can happen. Because I, I like if yeah. if you were packing that tent that up, right? You, I mean, you would be like, I trust myself. I know what I did ten years ago. I definitely know I packed it right. But you don't know what got into it. That would be my opinion. Yeah. No. So you're like for a for a personnel shoot. This may not be up to date. This is from you know back in the day. 180 days. 180 okay. days. Yeah. But okay. then the reserve parachutes were like a year. They could okay. go up to a year. Gotcha. Right. I don't know if that's current now. Gotcha. So don't put that in your book report, kids. <laughs> yeah, don't cite us there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I mean 180 days. But like you have, you keep track of all that because depending on where you work, you have, could have thousands of parachutes in your inventory. So, you know, you know the packed cycles of each one. So mm-hmm. if you have something that, it's about to go out of date. You're going to issue those out before something you just packed last gotcha. week. Gotcha. And then cargo parachute, like there's a million of them. I gotcha. mean, some that are okay. uh, like this, the size of this Bible, which is like, you know, six inches by four inches. And then there are some that are, you know, a couple hundred feet long when they're stretched Sheesh. out. Craziness. Yeah. So what drew you to the Army? Were you approached by a recruiter, you family that did it? or My entire family was in the military at one point or another, but, um, like, I was never – I wasn't raised as a military kid or anything like that. Yeah. I just had a, uh, like, normal upbringing. You know, I wasn't bouncing around from Army mm-hmm. posts or anything, but, um, like, I knew all my family had been in. Uh, but, yeah, a re- recruiter just called me one day and was like, hey, can I talk to you, you know? about this and I can show you what we have. And I was like, I don't care. I was a, a junior in high school, wow. pretty easy going. I was like, yeah, yeah man, I'll talk. To, I'd talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> then he's like, Hey, you know, here, here's what we have. And I joined the reserves first. So it was like, it's a part-time job. You work one week in a month. Here's how much money you'll make and all this stuff. I was like, yeah, Are you still right, in the reserves? No, I'm out. I'm okay. retired. I'm out of everything. 
It's nice. Yeah. Oh, it is. You nice. just recently did that though. Uh, I've been retired a couple of years now. Okay. A couple of years. So it was just a part-time job really for me. I didn't really, I mean, I guess I knew it, but it didn't register that you got to go to basic training and then go to your, your job training and all that kind of stuff at the time. But yeah, that was like, I just, so I went to basic training the summer between my junior and senior year of high school. Wow. Oh, wow. So it was just like a summer job. And that was a, an intense summer so job. So that was one of my, that's <laughs> my follow-up Boot camp. <laughs> yeah. but I, so I did basic training, then came home, did my senior year of high school, and the next summer left for my job training. Did you come back just absolutely ripped? Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I wasn't ripped. Uh, what did you do senior year? Uh, at that time, it was like eight weeks long. It's longer now. Okay. I mean, I came back in shape. Some A lot of people lose weight, you know, if they're yeah. kind of chunky or something, mm. they lose weight. Uh, I gained weight because I was a scrawny kid. So, like, I gained some muscle mass. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I was still a skinny kid. I wasn't, like, ripped, you know. Like, gotcha. An Avenger or what, you know. <laughs> Just one, <laughs> one, came one back of the Pratt brothers or nothing. Uh, Where was basic? When? Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. Okay. Out in the middle of nowhere. Gotcha. So is it like all the movies? That like, was is my it really? question. I wrote down, <laughs> that, is basic yeah. like the is movies? Is it like just <laughs> parts of it? Uh, like bad that? or like? Like uh, yelling in your face, spitting yeah. all oh, yeah, and, yeah, those. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's what you make it. Everything's yeah. what you make it. But yeah. yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's supposed to be tough, but it's doable by, yeah. by anybody. You have to have the right attitude. Like you can't go in there and fight the system. That ain't going to work. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can't do that. You can, but it ain't going to work. But it's, uh, there's tough part, and it, it all depends. So I was a scrawny kid, so at the very beginning, the more physical stuff was tough for me than somebody else who was, you know, played football their whole life and been in the weight room for six years. Like, I had never done that. So that can be part of it. The mental part was easy for me, but that's tougher on some people. So, yeah. Did they give, but, you, did they give you nicknames? Oh yeah, people get nicknames. You gotta remember. I was quite like I didn't want them to know my name. I was like, if, right. I, if I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, and they don't you know want my to be name, in the shadows, like so. I'm good. Yeah, but um, so I mean, I I wasn't trying to cause trouble. I was trying to do do something right the first time and yeah. be done and be gone. So. I hear you. Were you one of the? I assume you're one of the younger ones. I guess I, well, I was 17. But okay, we had a lot of 17 year like. Okay. For that time, I don't know if they still do that program or not, but. Like at that time, that was pretty common. We were mm. there was a lot of high school kids in there. I mean, even today, I guess if you yeah. graduate high school and go, there's going to be a lot of young people. Yeah. But we had a lot of people. But seven was seven. I mean, seventeen was like the the youngest that you could be yeah. there. Yeah, you yeah. couldn't be sixteen and yeah. go in. Yeah. My so, mom still had to sign for me though because I wasn't. Yeah. Uh, wow, yeah. <laughs> so what was the toughest uh, mental or like physical challenge you had to go through in at basic? basic? I don't, I mean, you're learning, you have to learn how to be a soldier, what they want you, like how they yeah. want that done. Uh, I mean, it's tough because you're not sleeping a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, you're not getting enough food and mm -hmm. all that kind of, like, they, they really break you down, but then they build you up. So, I don't know. For me, I, my eyes were open pretty quick because they, you're always getting what they call smoked. That's where you're doing exercises all, you know, for an hour or something like that. And what I, what you don't know in the moment is all of that scripted. 
So you think they're just mad at you and you're doing push-ups for an hour <laughs> yeah. and you're all like, it's always on asphalt or concrete. So oh, your yeah. hands are chewed up. Mm. It's hot mm. or it's cold, you know, depending on time of year. I went in the summer, so it was hot mm. and you're on asphalt or concrete. So your hands are chewed up all this. And it you're like, man, they just hate us. No, they got a schedule. Yeah, They just have that built into the schedule because they know, well, it's 10 o'clock. We're going to do this to 11. And at 11.15, we got to be in this class. Yeah, that's your PE time. Yeah, but, <laughs> and then that class is over and you go to lunch for 20 minutes and then you're getting smoked again. for an, But that's all in the schedule Yeah, because your next class is until 3 o'clock. Mm. Right. So, but you, you don't just, know. You that. just don't know the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell people now, you know, sometimes someone asks me, they're thinking about joining or they are, you know, have a, a kid or something that's joining. And I tell them it's a game. Oh, yeah. So you mm. have to look at it. It's a game. Just go play the game. Yeah. And mm. I, I, the way I did it at that time was I broke it down into segments. It's like when I wake up, I just got to make it to breakfast. Mm. When breakfast time comes, I get a short little break. Mm -hmm. And then after that is whatever happens, <laughs> I just go make it to Because I knew they have to feed us <laughs> and they have to let us sleep. <laughs> yeah. So I just yeah. broke the day down into if it was a hard day. like <laughs> That's smart. Got to yeah, make it smart. to lunch. That is yeah. very smart. Yeah. All right, I get a little break. and then. But I broke it down like that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's doable. Anybody can do it. It's not, it's not unobtainable for anybody. Yeah, mm -hmm. but you got to have the right mindset. Yeah, and I can't imagine there's that many seventeen-year-old men, boys, who go into it with the right mindset. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you're still a kid; you don't know. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. so I went. It was males and females together, um, and I was sitting there. We were getting smoked one day early on, and I was like, "Man, you know, this this is no fun." <laughs> and so I'm sitting there, and next to me is a, a girl. Next to her is a guy, and we're there doing push-ups. I don't know how long we've been there, but it had been a little while. I'm struggling, <laughs> right, and I'm just trying to make it through, and I look over, and this girl is just <laughs> not pumping <laughs> out. She is not yeah. slowing down. The guy next to her is crying, like oh. bawling for mama, crying like snot, tears, all this stuff. <laughs> and she's doing these push-ups, and she just stops, looks at him like, you need to suck it up, you baby. And then just keeps going back to push-ups. I'm like, all right, well, I'm not as good as her, but I'm not as bad as her. I'll, just I'll keep take going. the middle here. Yeah. 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 Middle road. Wow. Did you know anybody? No. Like, I knew going, I was going by in myself. That was the first time I left by, home, first okay. time I'd flown on a plane. That's, a, wow. that's a big time. That's what I, I would was, be I so nervous. I wondered if you had somebody that you mm -mm. knew. Wow. No, that was by myself. I bet that, that has to feel so good, though, like, at the end of baseball. Oh, at back. the end, yeah. You right. probably, I mean, oh, I thought, I, that's I, such a huge accomplishment. I may have had an attitude, like a big head ego anyway, like <laughs> <Yeah>. my <laughs> senior year no, of high school. not you. But after, <laughs> well, but that's where I learned it, to be honest. Like, I was real quiet and stuff before yeah. that. But after that, I came, I was like. You can't tell me nothing. None of y'all <laughs> in this school can do what I just did. <laughs> Absolutely. Which is true. Y'all can't tell me nothing. So, yeah, yeah, that was the start of the ego, and it got worse from there. <laughs> did you? It's better now. It's better. Did you ever, I mean, I'm sure you did. Did you ever have points of doubt? Wanting to quit? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At the beginning, you, I was real, like, independent leading up to that. Because like, mm -hmm. I, I did fine in school. I didn't get in trouble or nothing. Right. Like, 
out in the community. I, you know, wasn't getting in trouble. So my mom pretty much let me do what I wanted mm-hmm. to do. So I was real independent and stuff and I don't need anybody. I'm when I got like I hadn't been there long. All I wanted was my mom. Was my mom. And back in those, this was 1998. Yeah. When I went to basic training, I was two. Just don't uh, <laughs> thank you. Put that out there real together. quick. No cell phones <laughs> or not, like it was still payphone day. Like payphones on every street corner. Final remembers y'all. Oh yeah, I was but, 22. But, <laughs> like payphones were were the th- that's how you communicated right oh yeah quarters and so we had to buy a phone card and then stand in so my company and basic training had like 300 people or something i don't know maybe 350 so yeah. like they got six God. payphones and you're standing in line with 300 people and you got like three minutes each to talk on the wow. phone and the first phone call we've been there like two or three days and they said call your parent call home tell them you're here. You're fine. You won't call again for at least two weeks and hang up. Like you had to say that. Wow. Well, I mean, so, something yeah. like that. Because those drill sergeants are standing right there. That's what I was going to ask. I'm sure they were right talking, there. Trying you. to, you know, talk to your girlfriend or something. Oh, yeah. like, right, hang it up. Let's go. <laughs> if you don't hang it up, they'll hang it up for you. Oh, but now it's, I mean, now everybody has cell phones. I, yeah. I don't know what they do now. But, yeah. but, I mean, pay phones, that's what you, and. Later on, you got more phone time, you yeah. know, if you weren't in trouble or something. But the first phone call, that's what they said. And then, like, imagine calling home from a payphone, and they're not at home. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you've looked forward to it. And all yeah. you want to do it's is hear. It's all you yeah. the day yeah. to Cell go phones by. don't even, like, exist. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Like, like what oh, we yeah. have now. Yeah. Because oh, I'm sure your Nobody parents answered. didn't know when you <laughs> yeah, were going to get the call. Yeah, they don't know and you're like, I just want to hear a familiar voice yeah. tell me it's going to be all right. Oh, and man. Nobody's home. And then you're dialing every number. <laughs> and if you didn't have a number, yeah, like, if you, you didn't have remember. it memorized or yeah. had it on a sheet of paper. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking right now. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be able to memorize anybody's numbers. I mean, back in those days, you had more yeah. numbers memorized. Yeah. Get them tattooed on each other. But it's still, yeah. like, it's just how, now I had a sheet of paper with some other, like, friends' numbers. Yeah. yeah. And if it was, a, like, a Saturday or Sunday where we had, had some time off to use the phone. Well, that's when everybody at home is out doing mm. stuff. So you're trying to call and yeah. I mean, you get down to like number 10 on your list and you're like, I'm out of numbers. And, <laughs> and now my time's up. I spent 30 minutes, not 30 minutes, but you know, spent time dialing all these yeah. numbers because it got to, every time you hang up, you got to dial the phone card number again and then the pin oh, number yeah. and then oh, all yeah. this Can't stuff. Imagine. I know exactly uh, what you don't want. Yeah. A minute ago, you said something about a company, right? So that's mm-hmm. just like, you're talking about like, how many people, like a group of people, basically? Is that just like the general so your term? Co- the company is who you're with the entire time. So an, an analogy would kind of be like, um, let's say McDonald's. Okay. So if we all work at the same McDonald's store, that's our company. Every employee at that location, that's your company. Gotcha. Uh, What's a battalion? That's Italian. A, that, so our company is the one location we work at. Every store in Nashville... Every McDonald's in Nashville would be the battalion. And then every um, McDonald's in Tennessee would be a brigade. Okay. And then it just goes, you know, it keeps going Because I was like reading that. that a battalion was like normally like an average of like a thousand people. Yeah, because you're going to have multiple companies. Right. Depends on the, the, the type of battalion. And okay. Stuff. But, I mean, you're going to have, I, I don't know, uh, four to ten companies or something like that. Okay. Uh, depending on what it is. Yeah. So you, you graduate basic, you go home, see your family, do your senior year. 
what what time after you graduate your senior year what does it look like after that uh, so I left uh, I think I had maybe a month or so from the time I graduated to the time I left again to go to AIT which is advanced individual training that's just your job training that's what the army calls it um, still in Missouri no I went different? back to or I went to Fort Lee Virginia mm. and uh, did a little uh, I was there for a little bit doing like some at that time, uh, you would go there for a couple of weeks, do some physical training, and then go to airborne school. So for a parachute rigger, you have to be airborne qualified. You have to jump out of airplanes. And if you, that's the first step. If you don't pass that, you can't be a, a rigger. So, um, so what is Fort, passing that? I mean, it's a pass-fail. Uh, like so it's a not jumping, guy. not jumping or jumping. <laughs> is that what you're? Yeah. Is that, that's so airborne school is a three week school. Okay. All the uh, military branches all go to Fort Benning, Georgia, which is an army post. It's run by the army. It's an army base. That yes. school is run by the army, but all the services go to that. Um, and that's common, like uh, parachute rigger school. All, like Marines and stuff go through parachute rigger school. It's an army course on an army base, but it's such a small field that not every service is going to run a school because it's just not economically feasible for them mm. to do that. Um, but everybody goes there three week school um, and it's broken up into different parts. Uh, they call it first week is ground week. Second week's tower week. Third week is jump week. So you're learning how to, jump out of a plane mm. for the military and different steps in that. The very first thing, again, I went there a million years ago, right? <laughs> so I'm talking from when I went through and stuff has changed, but the very first thing you did the very first morning was take a PT test. Um, and you had to pass at least 60%. It's graded on a zero to a hundred scale. You had to have at least 60% points in each event or you fail and mm. it's just pass fail you do it or you don't and if you don't um when the pt test is over they march everybody back if you passed you go eat breakfast if you didn't pass you come in this line you get out process by the time i got through breakfast and got back to my room to change clothes one of my roommates failed he was gone like his that bags passed. moved out and everything wow. crazy um Sheesh. Then you go into training like two weeks. You're throwing your body on the ground the whole time for two weeks, learning how to fall, learning how to jump out of the plane, learning all the safety procedures, all that stuff. But I mean, a huge chunk of it is learning how to land when you, because okay. it's all those parachutes we talked about that uh, the wind blows or you can steer. You like you, you're going to land and roll on the ground. You don't land on your feet. The only exception is the, free fall parachute that's uh airborne is a small community free fall is an even smaller community that's really for the most part just special forces and people that support special forces are the only ones that do free fall but so those first two weeks you're just learning how to fall you're throwing your body on the. i mean you're laying there i mean i was um 18 years old in great shape you know doing and I mean, everybody, are no you, matter your are age. Are you and Christy together at this time already or we no? dating. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, your body just hurts. You're sore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, and then, so that's the first two weeks. The last week is jump week. 
and you have to jump five times during that week. And there's different things you have to jump, uh, you know, daytime, nighttime with equipment, all this different stuff. Someone grading you like when you're falling, like when uh, you land. The first two I guess, weeks you are, yes. They're getting you're getting the first graded two weeks. on how you jump week. You're not really great. It's if you don't get hurt and you can make it to the next jump, you're you're, you're good. Yeah. But when people like people get injured, why is your and arm stuff, oh, like that? I'm going to the next <laughs> jump. I'm going yeah. to the next jump. No, I mean, there's broken bones in every class. There's stuff like that yeah. in every single class. And your first jump, had you ever jumped out of a plane no. prior? Okay. No, I hadn't even been on a plane before. I'm, that's that's, what, that's, that's, that's what, yeah, yeah, I'm like, you've been on a plane a couple like, times, like, and now you're throwing yeah. yourself I'm just, out. I'm just flying now. Was, you <laughs> telling me to jump out of this thing now? My third. Uh, my third time ever on an airplane, I jumped out of. Third time ever. Yeah. Wow. Why I, not? That's I why flew. Not. I flew to basic training, but then I rode. My mom oh, and, and family man. came to graduation, so I rode home with mm -hmm. them, and then I flew from home to Virginia, and we took a bus from Fort Lee, Virginia, down to Fort Benning, and then the third time I was on a plane, I jumped out of. Wow. Were you nervous? <laughs> No, I was excited. I okay. wanted to do it. Yeah. And that's how a lot of people get hurt. They're like, they do something that you weren't trained to do. You go against what they tell you to do and you get hurt. So, but yeah, people wow. get hurt. Uh, but yeah, jump week, it's really, the grade is, can you get up and walk <laughs> away to the next jump? Mm -hmm. So there's a skydiving place in Chattanooga. Could you like drive there tomorrow and say, Hey, I want to go jump. It's different. Like, you're, they're still going to make you go. If if you're not skydive qualified, they're going to make you go through their training. Gotcha. Okay. I didn't know if like because you went through the military and you had that kind of like that training and certification for that. I didn't know you could just walk you in there like, hey, this, here's proof. I'm going to go jump. No, you can maybe have some accelerated training because it, it also depends. Some people go to airborne school. They make those five jumps. You get a little badge on your uniform and stuff when you graduate there. And they never jump again. And then some people, you know, they stay in a, a jump status for 20 years or more. So, it, you know, it just depends. But if, you, if you're if you on jump status for a long time, you have more body control and, um, you know, fear and stuff is going to be different than somebody that's never done that before. But, uh, yeah, you still got to go through the process. They're not gotcha. going to let you. It's like, I, man, I drive a four-by-four four truck. Let me go to this 18-wheeler place and get a job. Yeah, you can get a job, but they're still going to make sure you have a CDL license and you have all this training and stuff. Yep. So. And for the jump school, did you have a graduation for it where you jumped in? Uh, you, well, yeah. You So our fifth jump, you do it, and then, you know, once everybody jumps, um, they line you up there mm -hmm. and um, – the instructors come pin your wings on. They do that. and the, Or sometimes like a family or a co-worker will come pin your wings on. I bet on that's what. a great feeling. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's... Who did yours? One of the instructors. One of the instructors. Was yeah. anybody there watching you do it? Uh, not, for, not for that. Okay. No. Mm. no. Uh, I think my family came to my basic training graduation. That's probably it. That's probably the only thing they ever came to. I, the more I moved up and the more exclusive things I did, like, I didn't, I, I don't know. I sheltered my family a little bit because, I mean, that, military life is not easy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, I was sheltering. But, two, I was like, it was never close to home. So, why do you, you know, most of those things are pretty short. 
So I was like, well, I don't want my family to come three states away for a 20 minute ceremony and then go. And I was like, yeah, it's not that important. Well, it's not uh, like it was important to me, but I was like, I'm not dragging them all over. The place. Well, I'm sure right after the ceremony, y'all can't go out to dinner and do whatever. Right. No, I mean, so, like you so still for got that one graduating jump school. We got on a bus, all the parachute riggers, uh, like we got on a bus and bust right back to Virginia. Cause now we had to go start our yeah. job training. <laughs> that was just, well, that's what I was time. saying is like, you, you couldn't like, why have them there for that short period of time when you're not going to get to do and see them or whatever afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Now some people graduate jump, like they live at Fort Benning. So they graduate jump school and then they go home. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like we were newbies that had to go off and like get trained and whatnot. So I legit have butterflies right now. Thinking about it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I would go jump right now. Yeah. It was That was the fun part. When was the last time you jumped? I want to go How jump long next that summer. Been? Two years. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. Well, you got me beat. I've only gone once. I think you got I a would, lot of people beat. Oh, wow. I, I would go now. <laughs> what else, Abby? Okay. So, so after that, you went to the next Packer school. Yes. And where's yeah. Christy at in all this? Like, when did you guys get married? We were only dating. So uh, that was 2000. Is that right? No, 1999. I went to my job training and stuff. We didn't get married until uh, 2003. Wow. So she stuck with you through it all. Yeah. And then continued to, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we started dating um, her senior year of high school, which was my junior year. Uh, yeah. So she was there from the beginning, pretty mm. much. Wow. I mean, Did she we, have military in her family? No. Nah. she? Okay. Well, her grandfather. Okay. Her grandfather was in the Navy during the Korean War. Okay. 24 years. I was in the Army for 24 years, start to finish. That's awesome. Wow. What was the biggest thing the Lord revealed to, about yourself to you through that whole time, through the 24 years? What, what, what uh, would you say he gave you to take away from it? There was, uh, like, a, a lot of times that was the closest relationship I had, a very close time with God, because I was by myself. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you're in a stressful situation, or you are, like, by yourself, so it, like, you have nothing else to cling to, so that that was easy. Um, even in basic training, like, the road marches, a lot of road marches are hard for a lot of people. I enjoyed it, one, because you know nobody's going to be yelling at you as long as you keep up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you said it's That's a way to look at it. Break time. Vacation. Vacation time. I can walk. <laughs> and, I mean, you got a little backpack on or whatever. It's like, it's not that heavy, right, in basic training. It's not that bad. So I was like, this is good. This is a break. Let's yeah. keep on going. But I had a little Bible that I picked up in basic training, like a little Gideon Bible. It's the the New Testament, and it has, like, uh, Psalms or Proverbs in it, mm. too. So, like, on those road trip or road marches, like I would just pull that out and be walking, and I'd be reading through that because it had, like, a couple songs and mm. stuff in it, too. So I'd be reading that and just, like, wow. I mean, I'm not, like, head you got to still pay attention. Mm. Yeah. I would do that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there were a lot of times being deployed – um, you know, you're on the other side of the world from your family, uh, some great devotion times, or you go to church there, like the little chapel, wherever you were and have some great times there. So, I mean, there was a lot of times being close because then when you come home, you come back to normal life and you have all these distractions and all this stuff. And a lot of times, what do we leave 
aside first. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. I, I don't have to read my Bible today. I don't have to have a devotion today. I can pray tomorrow. I'll pray before I go to bed. Like, right. Yeah. We write that off too quickly mm-hmm. a lot of times. But that was one thing that um, it's never easy leaving your family. It gets easier. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're you're always homesick a little bit, but the more you do it, the the less that is. And um, But I, I enjoyed those times going away because I was like, I know I'm going to have a good routine of reading my Bible, have a devotion, have some quiet time where, uh, like, I have nothing else to go do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So yeah. this is, like, it kind of forced me into that yeah. a little bit. But I looked forward to it. And do you think the Lord was, like, grooming you during that time to to now be in the ministry position that oh, you're yeah. in? Like, yeah. he developed that dependency with yeah. you and them. Doing that, and, I mean, even in basic training, we had, you're getting up at, I don't know, 4 o'clock in the morning or something. There was a small group of guys, four or five of us. Like, we would get up 30 minutes early, which doesn't sound like much, but it's, oh. it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we would have a quick little Bible study together. So that started real early. But as I get, the longer I was in the Army, you know, you're, you move up, and now you're supervising other people and all this stuff. But people have problems the same problems you have in your life, they have in the military. Mm. And sometimes the military exacerbates those problems. Mm. Sometimes people have nowhere else to go. Like their their life is not in a great place and it's join the army or nothing. Yeah. So you're getting people sometimes that they're, you know, coming from the absolute worst possible home life or, or uh, situation. Mm. And a lot of... Um, I say a lot of, you know, there's substance abuse, alcohol abuse. There's uh, um, infidelity is, is pretty big uh, because you people are traveling all the time. You know, mm-hmm. you're depending on your job in the arm. Like you may travel a ton. Yeah. Well, people, some people, you know, my family's at home and I'm a family person when I'm there. And when I'm not, I'm doing what I want to do. So, mm-hmm. Uh, and then struggles of, you know, people who have normal life. And I don't, I don't want to say everybody in the military is like that because they're not, but mm-hmm. it's very prevalent um, at times. But then it's just normal, regular people, and they're away from their families, and they're, something happens at home, well, you feel helpless. You mm-hmm. can't leave. You, uh, a, a child is born. I mean, there were multiple times. I almost miss, I say almost. <laughs> I was late to Christy going into labor for both of our kids. And I was in the same state. Wow. But, uh, I mean, I've been with people like their kids are born and we're in a different country. Yeah. Or their parents die. Or, you know, uh, Mark um, Settle was on here on the podcast. He was in Afghanistan when his sister broke her neck Mm. on a skiing accident in America. Yeah. So like it's it's uh, and Lindy told that story too, mm-hmm. but so you're you're dealing with people who are going through the worst things of their lives sometimes, and you're counseling them, walking them through that. Are they Christian? Or are they not Christian? And you know what's the root of all the stuff you're going through right now? And so uh, like I was doing ministry stuff, mm-hmm. but I wasn't a paid minister. Like was that on your radar? Like after the, after I mean, your time I knew in, the in the time, like in the moment, I knew. And I, I was a Christian my entire time in the military, 
that's what I leaned on. That's yeah. I would not have made it through that without God carrying me through that. Um, and I mean, I knew that from day because when I first joined, I was a scrawny kid who wasn't strong enough to do what needed to be done. But I always, I say I, but it God carried me through that. Right, I was the top of every single thing I did in the military. Mm-hmm. All like I did stuff that to me was elite. Um, or hard, or like I had, but I was the best in like I always graduated top of my class, and that doesn't necessarily mean anything, but I knew the work I put in. Yeah, like it was not easy for me. I was putting work in to get it, and I was rewarded for that work. But um, I also would tell people, look, you you know you're twice you can run faster than me. You can you know you're stronger than I am. You can like you can do the same things I'm doing, but you, you know, you just got to apply yourself. Or, but I knew in the moment, like God was showing me, um, he was there, he was carrying me. So like, I always was telling people if they, if they were Christians, uh, you know, here's what they cling to God. Yeah. If they weren't Christians. I was saying, here's how I'm successful. Mm-hmm. Here's to what can make you successful kind of thing. So, but yeah, I mean, that was, he was my rock through all of that because I couldn't have done it any of yeah. it on my own. Yeah. Two things on that. Um, one, isn't it the best when the Lord gives you validation that you're yeah. in His will? Like at uh-huh. the time, I'm sure some of on your hardest days, something crazy would happen. You're like, thank you, God. Like, I know that you want me here and you want me ministering to these people. And I listen to this pastor and he always says, like people who say they want to get into ministry, we have to minister first to your community your immediate circle. If you administer, if you are a minister to your immediate circle in your community, then that's how the Lord may call you to ministry, or it may be that that he puts you in. Like that's exactly what you were doing. Yeah. Without knowing it. Now, I mean, now if somebody, if I'm counseling somebody or something, I mean, I've seen most anything that they could be going through, right? Whether it's a personal struggle or in their family, whatever kind of, I mean, um, I, I was around people who, you know, infidelity, substance abuse of some kind, um, depression, anxiety, uh, uh, self-harm, hurting, I mean, suicide and different. I, unfortunately, I know multiple people who committed suicide, you know, that I was friends with. I would say I was friends with. In, in the army. So like you, you go through the, the whole gamut of life uh, and that prepared me to help people now. Now, not everything is that serious, but you know, that's, that's when people are at their lowest when mm-hmm. something serious like that is happening. So, but it, uh, mm-hmm. uh, even before, like I had thoughts of being in the ministry, even like while I was in high school, mm-hmm. but I always had a feeling that it was like, here's where you're going to be, but not yet. I didn't really understand that part then, but it like now looking back, I can see God took me through a lot and gave me a lot of experiences to be where I am now. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And did you find that it was ever hard for you to adjust to the real world? Like after you came back from deployment or a tough job or. Uh, well, that That's a very good question. Like that affects people in different ways and it depends on your job, what you're doing, how long you're gone for. And there's no, like one set answer, but for me, um, 
Like I found myself being lazy when I would come home and the, like when I would deploy or do something that I thought was important, uh, I'm doing something that has real world life or death, death consequences sometimes in the moment. And so you're always kind of on like that adrenaline high mm-hmm. and then you come home and it's like, well, I got to cut the grass or <laughs> this can wait. Like I got to go to the groceries. I was like, I'm just going to sit here and watch TV. You know, like it took away. That, there was no challenge. I, I mean, you hear people. Yeah. No challenge. And you hear like they make movies about it, right? Yeah. Guys that are, are snipers or, or whatever they're doing. Uh, and then they come home and well, they're fighting with their, their wife or they're depressed or, you know, they're um, withdrawn because it's, it's like being on a roller coaster, and then yeah. you're you're sitting in the parking lot. Then you go back to Kroger. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I mean it's, I mean if yeah. you can, we've all been to an amusement park. You're in the park and you're riding those roller coasters. Everything's fun and scary and exciting, and now you're sitting in the parking lot, you know, eating a bologna sandwich. <laughs> I mean it's too. It's just like that's the dynamic of it, and you could so people come home. And some people adjust better than others. Mm-hmm. But for me, that's what I found. It's like, well, I would proc- procrastinate or be like, eh, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm not not excited about this. <laughs> yeah, You're always excited to see your family and do it. But then it's like, all right, well, mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad to be home, but I sure could use something exciting. We cannot <laughs> I could really jump out of the plane right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. And, and so that, like, that process is different for everybody. The more you do it, like, the better and quicker you can adjust back. Mm-hmm. And it's just like military life is different than, yeah. you know, civilian life just because you're, it's the same, but it's different because you're mm-hmm. dealing with stuff in a, that you don't have to deal with normally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Christy preferred the, the procrastination over, <laughs> you know, depression or something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure I, I had bouts of depression and stuff too, but it, it was never, Mm-hmm. crazy i don't think but uh, yeah. i mean she may say different but <laughs> i mean uh, you know different circumstances uh, and situations you you have a range of emotions mm-hmm. but well, and how many times were you deployed long term only twice long term as in how long a year wow that's always hard too yeah, yeah. i mean even being gone for two or three weeks is hard but, mm-hmm. but yeah long because you get like at the beginning everybody's homesick to some degree and you get over that and then like you get comfortable and you get used to whatever your new routine is and you get used to like being alone. And like, if you're a married couple, Mm -hmm. you have a new routine and they're still at home and they're, they still got to make the house run. They still got to do, yeah. if you have kids, they're still doing, and they get used to doing that on their own. You were married for, you were already married for both of your, Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, you get in two different routines, and then you have to come home and integrate again. And it's hard on both sides. Mm -hmm. I always tell people that, like, military families have it just as hard as people in the military, sometimes harder. Yeah. Because, like, for me, when I would leave, I'm going to do, I'm going to work. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do my job. So that's, like, that's my mindset. Well, now, Christy, my wife, is still at home and now she's doing her job plus my job mm. as a dad. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's hard on families. Yeah. And especially Absolutely. if you don't have, 
extended family or oh a church yeah, family or something yeah. to help you. Yeah. Like, yeah. You feel so like a spouse at home can be depressed and all that yeah. stuff too, very easily. So when did you know it was time to get out? Man, Abby is bringing the good questions. She she's good. She she's good. She's good. Man. Mine are like. Really good. When when did y'all have the best? What was the best prank you had? You know? <laughs> and she's yeah. over here talking about that kind of stuff. Mine are serious. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing the deep talk. They're she keeping is, it light. Yeah, she's bringing. Somebody's got to do. She's you know, it. even each other out over here. I, my mind's on pranks now. There are a lot of pranks. I, we'll I talk about it then. <laughs> this might be a two parter. What was your question? I forgot already. I'm on Mine pranks. Just when when did you know it was time yeah. to get out? So good question. When was so when I were you thinking about retirement? Said, like I was in the army for 24 years. I didn't join the army to stay there for 20 years mm. uh, now it's different if you so when i joined it was if you leave before 20 years you just walk away like you don't take any retirement or anything with you no yeah. perks no benefits um, that kind of thing so it was 20 years or nothing yeah. basically now they it's more like a 401k kind of deal so when you join the army if you were to join today and you leave after four years, like all that retirement savings you put mm -hmm. in, like you take that with you and you roll that into your 401k at your new job, hmm. which is a, a much better system, uh, I think. But I'm, I never went there to make it a career. I joined as a part-time job, right? <laughs> yeah. One week in a month. Yeah. Um, and I always said, to, like to Christy, I said, when, it, when I'm not having fun, mm -hmm. I'm done. Uh, so my first contract was six years, I think six years comes up and I had like a, um, extra two years kind of tacked on where I could do that, but I didn't have to. And I was like, I didn't want to sign another long-term contract at the time. So I was like, well, I'll just stay for these last two years that came up. I wasn't ready to go. Still having fun, still doing mm -hmm. stuff. I enjoyed re-enlisted again, re-enlisted again after that. And, um, like, when it hit, it hit, and I was like, "I'm done." Yeah. Like I, this is like, it was a guy. It's a God story, um, cause I like I don't like to quit things mm -hmm. normally if it's something I care about. If it's something I don't care about, then I <laughs> don't have an issue. But but I I don't I don't want any like I don't want to let the team down. Mm -hmm. So I don't want somebody to not be able to depend on me. So I don't like to quit things. Um, but like I overnight almost it was like you're you're done. It's time to go. And I I could only be promoted one more time. I was at the top of the food chain, mm -hmm. so I could only be promoted one more time. Um, and I was on conference calls with the people above me all the like every week and stuff. And I, I didn't want their job. What their mm -hmm. the army is very different when I joined versus when I got out. And so I didn't want to do what they were doing. I was like, well, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, so, but it was very fast and God was like, there was a lot of things that had happened. Um, opportunities that went away and came and all that I couldn't have planned for, but I walked straight out of the army, straight into a ministry job. Wow. Um, and it's a longer story than that, but. For me to get that, like, I could not have planned for all the stuff that happened and how it happened. I couldn't have planned for it. Like, light, I, I, I wouldn't have been smart enough to think of all those things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. When that light switch was like, hey, I'm done, 
how long, how much longer did you have in your contract? I mean, was it like, oh, my contract ends in a week? No. Or so at that time, at the end, once you get to a certain point, they make you sign, like you sign an indefinite contract, okay. which they just like, hey, you're here until you're not here. Until like, you don't want to be. Yeah. We quit putting years on it. Because, I mean, when you get to, you know, a 14, 15, 13-year mark, they're like, all right, like you're probably going to stay Right. You're going to yeah. make 20 years because um, you've been here long enough. Some people don't. I mean, some people leave after 14, 15 years. But um, by that time, they're like, we're just going to put you on an indefinite contract and you're here. <laughs> <Okay. until." laughs> and but so for me, it's about. I mean, probably nine months to a year. I think you have to do I don't know, all this stuff's outdated. I'm old now in, in military years. So um <laughs> You probably have like a minimum of nine months from when you say I want to retire or get out until that I got gotcha. happen. Okay. Okay. But I knew like I had a little, I had like fifteen months maybe from the time I was like, all right, I'm done until I was retired. All right, you done with all the hard questions over there? <laughs> I can be done whenever. <laughs> uh, I no, can keep, keep going all night. Keep them coming. Okay. Well, I'll ask. <laughs> I'll ask one more. You you don't have to limit yourself. No, that was a joke. I promise you no, can say whatever hey, you want. I, you are the guest. Is, I, my love language is um, quality time. So sitting around the table yes, having is. a conversation, I can do this till y'all kick me out of here. Like this is just filling my cup. We got a new host. We got a new host. Yeah. That's just done fantastic. Uh, Caleb, what are you talking about over there? You sound like me. What? Being quiet. I think it's yeah. that seat. It yeah. probably is. That's the well, that's the back the quiet taking everything seat. in. Yeah. Taking everything in. Okay, I'll ask one more question because you kind of answered. At least, yeah. you answered one of them, which was going to be, "What's the best advice you would give a young person who's thinking about going into the military?" Play the game. Play the game. Play the game. Okay. Because if you look at it like you're playing a game, then you're going to make it through. You're like, all right, this is no fun, but I can make it through. Football practice, basketball practice, whatever sport somebody's ever played, yeah, those practices are terrible, right? Mm -hmm. So, like the early season, getting shape, practice, all. Well, those are no fun, but you know, there's a point like mm -hmm. where you're trying to get to. So, mm -hmm. just play, the, and it's not going to last forever. It's a bad day. They got to let you eat. Got to let you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> now, much, it may be just a little bit of much, sleep or a little bit of food, but yeah. like much higher stakes. So, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's, so that's something to like take the army for example. Some people in the army touch a gun or a weapon in basic training, and like once a year after that at a rifle range, they're they're HR rep, or they're a cook, or they're yeah. like you yeah. can be anything in the army that you can be anywhere else. You're a truck driver, like barber. Yeah, uh, <laughs> maybe not. Not barber. <laughs> That's the only thing you can. Uh, the one. The, Come on, I mean, Ryan. I can do that. I can just shave yeah. like Fano's head every day. I mean, I we can do that. So. We can do that. It's pretty easy. That's, That's what they do. Contracted out. I don't. There's no military. I mean, job. we're not. It's we're not trying to pull a fade or anything. It's just buzz it off. Let's buzz go. It off. You, you're an. You can be an office worker in the army, and it's the same as being an office worker in corporate America. But you just have more stuff added on, like, uh, you know, physical training, go to the rifle range. You got some extra classes. You got to take, like, continuing education kind of would be a civilian term for it. But, yeah, so not everybody is Rambo. 
And <laughs> if somebody's telling you, like somebody you don't know personally is telling you, I did this and I did that, they're they lying. probably did nothing. Mm-hmm. They probably did nothing. Because yeah. yeah. the people who really go and do stuff, they don't just share that openly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if it was really hard, well, they have that emotional yeah. mm-hmm. stress yeah. from it, right? Yeah. So they're not going to just yeah. throw that out to some dude in the cereal aisle. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was your question? Did we answer your question? I've got one more, but since you said guns, Caleb had one question queued up. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we were talking about how Abby could do all the deep questions and stuff. Well, when I was reading her list before we got here, I was like, man, you have some really good questions lined up. So I'll just throw one that came off the top of my head. What was the coolest gun you shot? Or, like, (laughs) equipment you handled... Anything like that? So like, probably the coolest thing. Like that, a 50 cal or something? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we had some of those. We had some, like, grenade launchers. Like, it's a big, giant machine gun that shoots awesome. grenades and stuff. Nice. But um, as a parachute rigger, I didn't, sh- like, I wasn't shooting weapons all the time. That wasn't yeah. my job. Um, he was jumping out of a plane and just like. I did have some opportunities to do different stuff like that. But the coolest story i have about a weapon is uh when i was deployed um was with some special forces guys and i I was holding some gold-plated weapons that they took out of one of saddam hussein's houses oh that is awesome gold gold plated Plated. Mm -hmm. wow Wow. yeah they had a we talked about world war one they he had a world war one machine gun that he took out in like AK forty seven that was gold plated and oh different my stuff. Wow! Goodness. So I got to mess with some of that. I didn't that's, shoot it, but I got to hold it. Wow! That's pretty wow. awesome. That's cooler than shooting it. Yeah. So this another random question off of that one. So like when when those guys took that stuff, um, can't just keep. You got to turn that in. Like yeah, they, <laughs> it was not in their personal collection. Okay. It was in. It was. In I their neither had to be some type of process. It was in their office. <laughs> okay. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Gotcha. In, in there, you don't have to say any more. There's special forces. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't I'm know what the right report. Right. I'm knocking on your door. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was it was in their their work area. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was the only question I had. You know about Abby has all the deep stuff. So I figured we veer off the deep yeah, questions yeah. real quick and yeah. hit you Little with one of those. <laughs> <laughs> What's another one, Abby? Oh, okay, I've got. I'll ask one more. <laughs> so highs and lows i once heard it called pits and peaks of military and ministry are they similar or vastly different yeah they're similar i mean because like the lows when you're dealing with people and their problems it's the same problems different circumstances sometimes but you know if it's an addiction problem or infidelity problem and how they got there might be different but it's the same mm-hmm. issue mm-hmm. um Peaks are a little different, maybe. Not uh, jumping out of planes. At yeah, Parkway. not jumping out of like <laughs> diff- different work environments, mm-hmm. but um, still helping people. Though, like the peak of helping somebody, mm-hmm. um, whatever that looks like, like that's the same, yeah. and that mm-hmm. feeling is the same. And but I mean, I'm I'm old and fat now, so it's not <laughs> like uh, you know my that that part of it, like the physical part of it's different. You know, I'm in an office or at a restaurant or, or something, mm-hmm. something the vast majority of the time now it's not running all over the world. Although I did just get back from Brazil. So that's new yeah. since 
the last time we recorded the episode. That is. Um, but yeah, it's just, I mean, some of that stuff's different, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a lot of parallels. And I mean, that's why I would say that's why God was taking me through some of that stuff and learning that and brought me here to mm-hmm. have some experience Prepare. and know how to deal with it. Exactly. Not that other people in the ministry can't, but, uh, you know, they may be learning in seminary or something like that and, and having some book knowledge mm-hmm. yeah. where I was having some practical hands-on yeah. like education. Okay. Ron, it's all you. Hey, listen, you're bringing up some <laughs> awesome questions. <laughs> Keep on bringing them. Uh, okay. Well, uh, so one, so let's, let's say whether it's camp or say it's overseas, like the whole, the whole all of it together under our umbrella, what was something that you did that was like, you couldn't do it here in the United States. Like that was just like super cool that you just, you only could experience it or do it because you were in the military. I don't know what camp is. He said camp. Like, <laughs> well, I, I was going to say boot camp. Like you know what I meant? You know what I meant? That's how you grill a marshmallow. Yeah. First you take the Yeah. Sorry, that was for brother Matt. We should have said about that, but, uh, Boy Scouts or something. What was your question? Uh, so like what I wrote down something was like, I can't do what was something that you were able to do that you couldn't do like in the, in a normal situation in the States? Well, uh, I mean, jumping out, getting paid to jump out of airplanes is kind <laughs> well, of <laughs> abnormal. That was, yes. that was always good. Um, just to travel. I mean, I went to more than 20 countries. Um, yeah. Got to, you know, see all these things that you see in the movies, like, you know, going to, uh, the Eiffel Tower in Paris and doing all, you know, all these yeah. other stuff, going to England. Uh, I got to go to Normandy twice and do. Well, when I thought that question, that was the first thing that came uh, to my head was that story. That, that was, that was probably, that, that was one of the top three trips for me, you know, jumping into Normandy, um, doing some, I mean, that was awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, get this, the travel, the people, meet a lot of people that, um, you you go through experiences that are a bonding experience. They're tough in the moment, but they bond you together. And you, I mean, you're friends for life. And uh, I could call call some of those people right now, and they would, however far away they live, they'd leave and come here right now. You know, well, so. that was another question of mine. Speaking of like knowing people, having that relationship, is there such a thing as like having reunions? Within the military? Yeah, some people, like some groups do. Um, but the military is not doing it. It's not like like a scheduled event where you're coming no, back to see people. No, like somebody would organize. It's like just a class reunion okay. for your high school mm-hmm. class. Yeah. Somebody has to organize that. Yeah. Right? So it's just different groups like that. If, you know, if you're part of one and they somebody organizes that, yeah, you would gotcha. go or not go or whatever. Cool. Some people are more attached than others, like for those groups, whatever it may be. Yeah. And then what you were talking about earlier, uh, was there any fun pranks or anything that kind of comes yeah. out that you remember? I mean, I don't, I could probably remember it if we were to, you know, sit here and talk for a long time. Um, I'll give one that I got pranked on one time, uh, it was overseas. We had a, I don't know, a little prank war going back and forth. I don't remember what was happening, but I had an office um, small little, like not much bigger than this table, but I had an office, um, and 
we have what's called honeycomb. It's big sheets of, of um, cardboard, and it's like four inches thick, three or four inches thick, and it's shaped like honeycomb. Like when you look at it, it looks like a honeycomb. But we use that for airdrop. Um, you put a couple layers down, depending on what you're dropping, and when that thing hits the ground, it crushes that honeycomb, crushes that cardboard, and that absorbs some of the energy so whatever you're dropping doesn't break. Hmm. Um, but what they had done is taken honeycomb. And, well, first they took like saran wrap and saran wrapped everything, my desk, my computer, telephone, hmm. everything. And then they filled it with honeycomb. Like they cut honeycomb under the desk, on top of the desk, around the computer, oh floor goodness. to ceiling, <laughs> oh my like the entire thing. <laughs> And I mean, they cut it out, you know, shapes where they built a puzzle, basically like a three D puzzle, <laughs> and it was just enough like the door would open. So when you open the door, you're just staring at like a wall of cardboard. Oh my so, god! They got me good on that one. That is good. I don't remember. I know that like I moved their mattress from their room. I don't remember if it was before or after that, but like their mattress was. So this may or Outside, may not have been payback. Retaliation. <laughs> right. I, yeah. Revenge. I, I could probably work through it if I if I really thought about it. But I think I probably moved their mattress first. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. so you earned it. Yeah. 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 I was feeling good. Oh, yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> don't feel bad for him. He did something. He did something. He did something for them to go forward to see him with Darty this prank war, but like... <laughs> If you want to play, we'll play, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. But I think I moved their mattress first. So I took their mattress off and I like replaced it with honeycomb. So I had a couple layers of honeycomb <laughs> on there. So that, and like, that's where the honeycomb that's comes exactly from. Where I, now, put, I put now their sheets back on and put their blankets together. and stuff. So it looked like so they the like mattress the still there. And then I took, I mean, we were in the desert. And so every so often they have these little, it's just a little, tent not a tent but a little um shack kind of so it's got a couple legs and like a metal roof and then in the, it's a water point so they had bottled water in there and then you know that was to keep the sun off of it well there's like a little support structure underneath that roof so i took their took their mattress off replaced it with honeycomb <laughs> and i took their mattress down <laughs> it was probably like 200 yards from their building to oh, the wow. water point and i put it like in the roof of that little water point um and so they come home from work that day like they get off and they come and they're like Trying they were telling me bed. this later i didn't know it. i wasn't there right um, <laughs> i left the scene of the crime but they they're like dude i came home or came to my room and I went and jumped on the bed like Superman style. <laughs> no, and no. It's like, like that cardboard is oh. when you, when you, you don't do give like so that, much. Like, oh. It's hard, yeah. Yeah. And so they're like, I almost broke my back. Oh <laughs> my goodness. And they're like, I laughed, and then I had to go find my mattress, and then I had to get because it was like duct taped up in that ceiling. Wow. Did they have any idea? Was you? Not at the moment, no. Okay. No. Oh, because I had to like get a key to their room and all this different stuff. Did like, you have help moving that mattress that far? Uh, no, I had. A, I uh, I can't say. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Can't confirm yeah. that. No. But uh, uh, yeah, so, he said no comment. So I think that that came first, and then they filled my office with honeycomb with the cardboard. I think that's how it went.
Either way, mine was better. <laughs> but I did no, I did like clean it out, and I was like, I got it. You had to get your mattress. I'll clean my own office. <laughs> it's good. That's funny. That's the only example I remember in the moment. A prank war. Pretty stuff. good one. I'm sure good. there's worse. Stuff. I know there's worse stuff, but I can't think of it right now. Or I don't want to incriminate myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably smart. Yeah. Uh, besides that, I just had two like small little trivia questions to see if y'all could answer them. If you want me to do them. Uh, we can do that, or Abby. Yeah, like oh, if, I, I think I'm done with my list. Okay. Actually, all right, we we want to yeah. give you the full experience. <laughs> no, I we think, don't I, want right? to I think we're good. All right, so question number one: Out of all the branches of the United States military, what are the what do you think are the top three largest branches? I mean, I get inside information. I don't know that you. And this is and this is based on obviously like just overall number of people that are in in those branches. Army's got to be. I mean, I, I have them Army in. The I biggest. have them in order of the top three. Army is the biggest. But if you just get them, so, so you want to say Army's Army, number one? Army one. Okay. Marines. They're in the top three. Navy two. That's what I was saying. Navy is two. That is correct. So Amy, or Amy, Army is one, <laughs> Navy two, Marines three. But do you want to know like the actual numbers that? I, and I don't know if these are accurate or not, but. So Army has like somewhere around 464,000 people in it. Wow. Navy has 346,000 and Marines have 147,000. Big difference there. Yeah. What's the Air Force number? That was what I asked. What I did Force. not pull those because it I I own the the information I pulled only gave me the top three. Do you know off the top of your so, head? No. <laughs> no. I know Air Force probably has the biggest budget though. But they're they have the most would, expensive toys. Because after that's them, why Air Force bases are so nice. Because what is it? It's Army, Navy, Marines, Air Force, and Coast Guard. Coast Guard. Coast Guard. Yeah, yeah, Coast so do you, Coast Guard's probably what? Do you think the Coast Guard's the smallest as far as volume? Yeah. Probably. I don't Definitely. know. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, well, I, 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 I would not. guess so. I would, I would guess so. Okay. I, I would think that. I kind of forget Coast Guard is a, Co yeah, a brand. Yeah, everybody forgets the Coast Guard. Uh, yeah. All right. So then the next one, is, this is my last question. I'm not is, saying the Coast Guard's easy, but yeah. it's not like yeah. it, it's forgotten about. Yeah. So this is just military in general, so it doesn't have to be United States at all. Uh, what is this? What is the oldest army? I don't know. China, maybe. Straight off the top of the head. I'd oldest army. Uh-huh. Like what country? Like, like old, oldest any type of military. Oh, my gosh. Um, British Army. Maybe. I'm Something well, in the Middle East, so, maybe? China, China. I'll let y'all think about it. Y'all let me know when you're done, and then I'll give you the answer. China I don't want to throw it out too early. I think China. I mean, I go British. Like there's Chinese dynasties that were before British, but I don't know. Yeah, that's true. China or British? It is the Swiss Guard. Oh. Because they're over 500 years old, and it's the they guard the Vatican. Oh wow! Yeah, they're the oldest. And the smallest in the world. They only have 135 total. Wow. And you could be certain height, have a certain waist and yeah. waist size and stuff to be I, in that. Yeah. Be in that. Very strict on maybe what you, they can pull. There's certain language you have to speak. Uh-huh. I don't I, I saw that, but I didn't I don't have the details to that. But yeah, it was just 135 people total. So speaking of like the different Brent, what who was Army's like rival? Or did y'all have or is it just yeah. I mean every Every branch. Every branch is a rival branch. But I mean, because you know, you see them in these movies, like sometimes, like the, like they're 
branches are fighting among because you know yeah you over here pulling battleship aren't you (laughs) (laughs) pretty much yeah Yeah. thanks for calling me out you have some of that that. i mean there's friendly rivalry between stuff but like um i probably have uh, depending on your job like you may never work with another brand yeah like you know um and then some people like the office they go to is they have all four major branches in their office, you know, so it kind of depends a little bit. Um, But a lot of it is, is more um, rivalries with it. Like one company versus another company kind of thing within the army Gotcha. or or like one job versus another job within the army kind of thing. So, I mean, that happens a lot because you're together a lot. Oh yeah. I mean, even you know, go army beat navy or go oh, yeah, navy beat army yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Like you know, it's that's going to happen. Most of that is for old people like me after they get out. Like they care more about that so in the moment. Like when you're in it, you're like, "Well, I'm doing the real stuff. I don't have to worry about that." <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you get to like upper um, echelon kind of stuff, like harder jobs in the military, so like. Those are all competitive people, type A personality, like, you know, so they're naturally competitive. Oh, yeah. They're going to compete with, you know, people in the same room, right? Yeah, a lot of big egos. Yeah. So do you cheer, cheer for Army and football? Don't they have a football team? Yeah. Go yeah. Army okay. I mean, I, yes, but no. Like, okay. I don't take an active, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not looking at their wins and losses every mm-hmm. week. But, yeah, I mean, if they're like, Hey, Army beat Navy. I'm like, cool. That's good. good <laughs> stuff, you know? but it's kind of like high school. Like when you get out of high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I still want my high school to do good, but that's if they don't like went on Friday night. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Go get them again next time. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. So it's, it's just not as big a deal. So I got a dumb question. And this is just, just keep people laughing or whatever so like in battleship right they they legitly oh go at it they, oh they have games gosh. right is that like a legit thing or no that's completely made up isn't it i've probably seen that move but i don't remember so what do you so mean like on that games? one they like that one they like legitly have like naval game that's the navy obviously but it was like they have naval games where they go out and do like different exercises oh yeah but against other countries yeah. As a game, it's not like they're not legitimately trying to kill each other or anything. Yeah, I mean, it's not you war. have training exercises. Yeah, that were. I mean, you're not going. You could go against somebody, right? Yeah. But I mean, you do that locally here. Like you'll have, um, you know, a group that's training for whatever their mission is, and you'll do part of that training against air and against ghost men, where you're just. But then when you get you know, you kind of step up to a certain level. Well, now you're going against other people. I was just making uh, sure there wasn't like no secret Olympics or something. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> with it, within well, the branches that if, we just if, don't if know there about. there is, I'm not part of the secrets. So. But the, uh, yeah, I mean, there comes a point in your training where you're, you're going against, like in the American Army, you're going against other American Army people um, because it's people think and react and do things differently than, you know, you expect them to. Yeah. So you have to adjust and react to what they're doing. Um, but, yeah, it, like coalition countries, one of the last big things I did was with um, probably four different countries, uh, a big um, 
air, like kind of like an air show kind of thing, um, with capability demonstrations and, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, we had, uh, probably, I know at least three countries, probably four countries and then another civilian, like, uh, a civilian government contractor and two, two branches of our American military. So like that, that stuff happens. You've seen it in a movie. It probably happens in some form or variation. Yeah. I'm like Hollywood makes it, uh, you know, it, it's made for Hollywood, but something like that probably does happen. Gotcha. But there's game like there I'm are games saying. like you compete uh, like pick so Fort Benning Fort Benning's gonna have like you know a softball uh, yeah. league every <laughs> every summer or something like right. that where you're competing against you other laughing companies. about that that's like, legit they and they're like, oh I can only imagine they're way up there but you do have military athletes too like there's yeah uh, are you know from all the branches that are. They're in the army, but they're they're an athlete. Like they're boxing, or they're what you know what uh, playing basketball, playing baseball. They're in the army, but they're on the basketball team. Well, you know, you gotcha, have yeah. some of that too. So it's kind of like that part's kind of like the Olympics, and they compete against other countries, um, other country militaries, other country like national teams and stuff. Like I'm that. just saying, having the Olympics would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> Imagine like all the snipers trying to figure out who can get down and fastest oh, and yeah. shoot a target or yeah. uh, you jumping out of a, out of an airplane who can get down and get to a certain location fastest. Yeah, they have that. I mean, they have those kind of thing, but it's like, depending on what is in the army, it's called like the best warrior competition. Okay. Mm. So you have that all the time and it's made up of a ton of different events, shooting, uh, common soldier skills, all, you know, PT tests, all this different stuff. And they have, listen, I'd buy an app to watch that. Like, Same. But I know, so they have <laughs> best warrior competitions. Uh, they have one every year called the best ranger competition, which is just for ranger qualified people. Okay. And I mean, those, they put that on TV. Really? Like it'll be on like, you know, one of the ESPN channels or something like that. Kevin's going to go home and instantly start looking these Oh, no, I'll be watching on YouTube. Yeah, find it on YouTube. You go best ranger competition on YouTube. Just say it loud enough on your phone. Your phone will hear you. Yeah, exactly. It'll pick it up. Tomorrow you'll have it on your phone. When you get to something like that, like those dudes are, you know, pretty elite. They're up there. So, like, yeah, you're going to see some dudes and, like, you know, it's pretty rough what they're, some of the stuff they're doing. You know, it's like, what do they call that? The, not the Iron Man, but the CrossFit, mm-hmm. like the oh, CrossFit, yeah. games. CrossFit games. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a warm up. <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah. 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 All right, that's it. No more questions. No more mm-hmm. questions. Roll this thing up. Thanks then. for thanks for letting us interview you. I appreciate it. Thank you for your service. Well, happy Veterans you. Day. Absolutely. Bit early. Happy Happy Armistice Armist- 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 Day. Yeah. Armistice Day. <laughs> so all you veterans out there, thank you. Yes. For all that you do, and uh, definitely. You know, this is not the most comfortable thing for me sitting here talking about myself. But I mean, I did enjoy my time there, but, you know, I don't want it to be about me, but I was happy to do it. If it wasn't for what you did and whether people did like you, then we wouldn't be able to sit here and do this. So. All right. We're going to finish with a Bible verse. This is from first Peter chapter two, verse number 11. Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh which wage war against your soul. So talking about fighting and war, militaries today, that one came to mind. And mm-hmm. We are all in a fight every single day. 
So exactly. yes, we are. Abby, Caleb, thanks for coming on. Thank yeah, thanks for having us. It was us. a blast. We, we enjoyed you. Thank you. This, we hope this, you'll have us back on. Soon. Oh, I was gonna say this is not gonna be the last. This is not gonna be the last. I brought a whole page of questions, so if you invite me back, I may bring two. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> That's what we need because yeah, uh, preparation sometimes is lacking by us. <laughs> Part of that is, you know, we think we know what we're doing. We're like, we'll just make up the questions. Yeah. I got two to start. The rest there of them, it'll it be does. good. Fillers. We might just find a topic the night before, so mm. that's whatever. Yeah. Y'all are very much welcome back. For sure. Maybe next time we'll have Russell. Yeah. We'll next time we'll have to get Russell. Get him the little <laughs> story Russell. out there. <laughs> you all know we love you. God loves you more. We'll see you again. Maybe next week. But we'll see you again soon. <laughs> we out. That was good. You did fantastic. Daniel, you brought the heat. Y'all did good. Thanks for listening to GPS to God. Make sure you leave a rating or review on whichever app you happen to use. Also find us on YouTube and be sure to subscribe to our channel. 